Okay, let's begin our discussion. Parsha's Yisro, Tavshin Ayin Tess, as we get into the Parsha of Maimed Harsinai and uh, the excitement of the Aseris Hadibros. We could spend uh, the whole year, many years, on this uh, on this week's Parsha, but uh, we'll do what we can in the time that we have. Also, scheduling note, the next couple of weeks I'm going to be in and out of uh, of the country, so we'll see. We'll try to get uh, the Shiram up earlier in the week, uh, but it um, depends on uh, scheduling the next uh, the next two weeks or so. But Beth Hashem, I hope to get uh, at least one of them, uh, one of them up. Okay, so let's start with the beginning. Start with the beginning. And the tzivui that we have after Yisro, we know the beginning of the parsha talks about Yisro's advice to Moshe Rabbeinu, which we have touched on. Uh, but let's start with Perak Yutas Pasuk Vav, where Moshe Rabbeinu is being commanded by Hashem to take some information to B'nai Yisrael, come back with some answers, take some information, come back. So Hashem says, You saw what I did. If you listen, You could be my treasure nation. We'll get back to this Lashon a little bit later. <laughs> Take this message. This message of they're going to be an Am Segula, they're going to be a Mamlechas Kohanim, Vigai Kadosh. If you look in the source number one, the Benish Chai tells us as follows. Nira Lahazbir. What does it mean to be a holy nation? Again, the Kutzker has a one-liner uh, that encapsulates this whole idea, but we'll see it uh, through the Benish Chai in one of his drashas. Nira Lahazbir. Kihine Shevach Ha'adam Shebachar Bo Hashem Yisbarach Yoser Menamalach. Why did Hashem choose us more than angels? Right? The chosen beings are people, not angels. Why? The fact that a malach is kadosh is not such a chiddush. Kadosh means separate. Prushim. Kadoshim to you, prushim to you. It's obvious that he's kadosh. Kihu ruchani Right? Because he is spiritual. He is separated from all earthly activities. Of course a malach is going to be kadosh. But a person who has the physical, who has a body, if he raises himself up, so then that's something unusual. That's something special. And he gives an unbelievable mashal. He gives a beautiful mashal. Adam Man's going in the market. He sees a bird that's made out of stone and wood. He goes into the store and he sees the bird. You look at the bird, you think it's real. It is so lifelike. You look at it, you expect it to fly. And it doesn't move, but it's so lifelike. The man walks in and says, I, I have to have that. What an amazing... How much do you want for this? How much do you want for this fake bird? Ten gold coins for this fake, lifelike bird. I can get a real bird for ten, ten grushim. Ten little thing, I get a real bird. And you're telling me this fake, lifelike bird costs so much money? Let me just go get a real bird. Hey, Shivlo, says the seller. No, you don't understand. Real birds, there are tons of. You can get them wherever you want. Hashem made the real birds, so to speak, and there are thousands of them. And that's why Nimkar Bezoki, Matzi Harbe. But this bird is made out of wood and stone, and yet it looks lifelike? Wow, that's something expensive. That's something special. When you could take physical raw materials and make it look heavenly, make it look so special... That's different. And that's why its mechir is, is much higher. Says the Benish Chai, Nimshal. What's the Nimshal? To have a malach. A malach's not so expensive, so to speak. There are plenty of holy malachim. They're all holy. HaKadosh Baruch Hu made them. There are thousands of tens of thousands of malachim. Adam. To have a person that looks like a malach. Oh, that's something unusual. That's something. That's like the fake bird. That's going to cost a lot. That's going to be valuable. And that's the shot of the Pasuk. Hashem wants us to be 
of Mamleches Kohanim v'goy kadosh. Hashem's not looking, as the Kutzker says, right? Hashem's not looking for holy angels, right? Anshe kodesh tihiyunli, as we'll read soon in the Torah. I don't need malache kodesh. And that's exactly in this um, insightful mashal that the Ben Ishchai says, Maybe that's what's meant by Mamlachas Kohanim. And that's what Maimon Harsinai is about. And that's what Yisro is about. By remembering our, our higher calling. Remembering Maimon Harsinai. Right, this week's Parsha, we have to, we have to try to Always envision, where we know the Ramban says, we spoke about it two weeks ago. Zechiris Yisiyas Mitzrayim, there are so many mitzvahs that are to remember Yisiyas Mitzrayim. So many mitzvahs, besides all the Pesach mitzvahs. The Ramban talks about it. Tillin and Mezuzah and Shabbos and Yantif, everything. And, uh, Pidjan Ben and Petach Hamor and, uh, all the, all of the litany of, of Zechiris Yisiyas Mitzrayim mitzvahs. What about Maimon Har Sinai? Maimon Har Sinai, not too many mitzvahs that relate to Maimon Har Sinai. Right? Maybe Birchaz HaTorah. Maybe the Chag of Shavuos, but not too many. But really, if we think about it, every single mitzvah that we do is remembering Maimon Har Sinai. Everything that we, every mitzvah that, that uh, we have the privilege of doing. Remember the Rambam, I didn't give it to you, but the Rambam in the Pirish Mishnayis and Chulon on Daf Kuf, where the Rambam says, Sim libcha Listen to this Yisod that I'm telling you, says the Rambam. Where does our halachic misora start? Says the Rambam, we don't perform brismila because Avram Avinu did brismila. We don't not eat the Gid Hanasheh because Noach was told not to eat the Gid Hanasheh. Everything that we do and don't do in our lives today is because HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu at Har Sinai that this is what needs to be done and these are the assays and these are the los assays. And the Rambam says, as Chazal tell us, Taryag Mitzvah's Nemlo Lamoshim Misinai. We got 613 at Har Sinai. It doesn't say 606 with 7 from before. We have 613 from Har Sinai. Because Moshe Rabbeinu gave it to us and that's the source of our Halachic Mitzvah. The reason that we do, as the Achronim say, there's a difference between the history of a mitzvah and why a mitzvah is obligatory upon me. The history of a mitzvah might be from before. Davening is from the Avos, and Gidanasha, and Brismila. The history started earlier, but why do we have to do the mitzvahs? The Ramam writes in the Pirish Mishnayis and Chulin, on Daf Kuf, because Moshe Rabbeinu, in this week's Parsha, when we read Har Sinai, we have to remember that that is the source of everything that we do in life, and that's what we always have to remember as we go through, as we go through this Parsha, and as the Benish Chai teaches us. We have to be angelic, because that's a chiddush. It's not a chiddush for angels to be angelic. It's a chiddush for humans to be angelic, and that's what we have to focus on. Okay. Now let's go back. I wanted to start with that thought. Now we could go back towards the beginning, back to Yisro. Back to Yisro, Yudches, Chafalev. Yisro tells Moshe, you know, what you're doing is not, is not good. You're going to get worn out, as we read. Vayomer chosin Moshe elav, perak Yudches, pasigizayin. Or, lo tova davar shara what you're doing is not good. Navol tibol, gamato gama oma zer You're gonna get worn out, ki kavid mimcha davar. Lo sucha la solavadecha, you can't do it alone. The first question asked the Arachayim HaKadosh is, Yisro came up with this amazing idea. Amazing! No other Jew could think of it. Nobody else could come up with this amazing idea with all the Nobel Prizes that the Jewish people have gotten. They couldn't come up with this, Moshe. You need help. They couldn't come up with it. Oh, was it only because they had to have covered for him that the father-in-law? You could tell the son-in-law what you know. You could you could tell him if you see something wrong. You know, you could tell the uh, the Aiden. But but the but this uh, Bnei Yisrael, right? Okay, but maybe there's something deeper here. So the question one: Why did, couldn't Klal Yisrael come up with it? And maybe you could ask add the question of this parsha. Of my Harsina is called Yisro. One could add that too. Says the Arachaim, source number two. The Arachaim, who is called by some as the Ramban of the Achronim. The Ramban ala Torah of the Achronim. I've heard that um, formulation before. Says the Arachaim. Bra'isi lost his slave. Ech zocha Yisro. Shatikasev al yado parshazu. How is he zocha to get this question? To get this section on his name? Vehin emes. Yes, he was Mechabed Moshe. 
Obviously, that's a tremendous schar. Right, if you are mechabed, a servant of the king, then obviously you're being mechabed the king in a sense. Hashem could have given Yisro a different covet, not this way. So if nobody could come up with this, the coin midyon has to come and, and teach us something. We couldn't think of it. It's not a coincidence. The nearest says the arachayim is to teach us something. Kitam hadavarhu laharos Hashem espene Yisrael hadarahu v'chol darvador is to teach that generation and our generation something that we have to always remember. Kiyesh puumos gedolim. There could be genius outside of our nation. And there's a lot that we can learn from the intellect and ideas from those who aren't Jewish. Moshe Rabbeinu learned something from, <laughs> from Yisro. Asher Bachar, Kiyesh Buumos Makirim Dvarim Hamiusharim. There are those in the other nations that recognize, that have insight. They have tremendous ideas. Right? As Chazal tell us, Chachma Bagoyim Tamin. Torah Bagoyim Al Tamin. But Chachma Bagoyim. There's Chachma out there. There's wisdom. And what's the message? To teach us. The fact that right before Maimon Sinai, this is one lesson, A, but now we're going to get to part B of his thought. Part A, you can learn from people who aren't from the faith, right? And they could have tremendous ideas. Part two, why is this bedafka right before Harsinai? Hashem didn't choose us because we're really smart. Hashem didn't choose us for our brains. That's not why B'nai Yisrael were chosen. Maybe B'nai Yisrael have a certain good amount of that, but that also could partly be because, you know, we are people of the book, really of the book. And the more one studies, you know, that has an effect on a nation. But says the Arachayim, the reason that we were chosen is not because of our brains. And I'll prove it to you right before Maman Arsinai, somebody who's not Jewish comes along with a great idea. Haskalas Yisro halamadata. It's because of the Avos. Avram committed. Yitzchak, Yaakov. Hashem loved the Avos and therefore we are Zochet to be their descendants and that's why we're chosen. We are the Am HaNivchar. Not because of the brains but because of our commitment. Maybe because of our heart. Because Avram, sorry, maybe Avraham started off with his brains. Right, but it ultimately led to his commitment with his whole, with his whole goof. The Yoser Yerav Lachech Tamzeh. And this even fits in very nicely, says the Arachayim. Lomanda Amar, we know the Machlokas Tanoim. Rashi quotes it. Zvachim Kuftezayin. Yisro Kodemat and Torah That Yisro came before Maimon Arsinai. Kinis Chakim Hashem Alzeh Kodemat Torah. Exactly. Hashem wanted this to happen right before Maimon Arsinai. Lomar. They could be very smart people out there. So it's something that is positive about Am Yisrael, something positive about Umos HaOlam. They could have the intellect and the ideas, but that's not why Hashem chose us. So why did Hashem choose us? Because of our Avos' commitment and because of his chesed to us. And then he says, even after, if he came after Matan Torah, you could still connect this idea. But either way, this is what we learn from Yisro coming right beforehand. A, what, where we can learn from, as the Mishnah says. What does the Mishnah say in Perk Yavos? Chacham halomin mikol adam. doesn't say mikol yehudi. Mikol adam. Right, learning from every single person. Right, and that's, that's what it takes to be a Chacham. That's a real wise person to learn Mikal Adam, and that's what we learn that message from, from Yisro as well. Okay. So there is a Beis HaLevi that I thought I've mentioned, I've definitely mentioned it in other contexts, but um, I'm not sure if I mentioned it in Parsha's Yisro Shiurim, so we're going to do it. We're going to do it right here, the Beis HaLevi, on the Psukim that we mentioned earlier. 
where Hashem speaks to Bnei Yisrael through Moshe. Im if you listen to me and you guard my covenant, and you shall be a segula, you shall be a treasure. Mikol ha'amim, the uncle says, chavivin, mikol amamaya, precious, beloved. That's segula. And you'll be to me a mamlachas konim v'gai kadosh. If you look in the mechilta, says the Beis HaLevi, source number three. And remember, we only have the Beis HaLevi ala Torah on Sefer Breshas and Shmos. So we have to use it when we, uh, while we still have it. Says the Beis HaLevi. You will be acquired to me. What does it mean? You should be a skula? Acquired. Kenyan. Vaoskin batora and learn Torah. What is the mechilta trying to add by that? What exactly does that mean? Nikna. So he starts off by saying, Really, there's two aspects in the Pasuk. Echad, Tishmu Bikoli, and Shainis, Ushmartim is Brisi. It's going to be a two-part thought of the Beis HaLevi. This is all going to be part one. So what does the Pasuk mean? If you listen to my voice and you guard my covenant, isn't that kind of the same thing? Says the Beis HaLevi, no. Ulechora Yeshlomar, Right? What is Hashem's voice? Torah Shebichsav. That's what he's giving now, now. That's his voice. Shamoa Tishmu Bakoli Haino Torah Shebichsav. Shmartem as Brisi. Koyal Torah Shebalpeh. That's guarding the covenant. To who Kari Bris? As we know, the Gemara tells us in Gitin Daf Samach, Lokaras Akadish Baruchu Bris im Yisrael El Bishol Torah Shebalpeh. Bris, the special covenant that we have with Hashem, that's alluded to, and that alludes to the Torah Shabbat Peh. So the Pasuk is saying, if you listen to Torah Shabbat Peh, if you listen to Torah Shabbat Peh, Im Shamoa Tishmu, Ushmartem is Brisi. Tahach Shabbat Peh, Nitzna Rakli Yisrael Lechuda. Many other nations believe in the Bible, in the written law as well, but only we committed to the Mishnah and the Gemara. V'yalkein Nikra Hach Shabbat Peh Bris, that's why Charge Malpeh is called the Bris, because a covenant is between two specific parties. Right? The first one is not. Anybody can hear God's voice. But it's the Bris that makes them separate. Bottom right. Torah is fixed. It's finite. Torah, Nevi'im, Ksuvim, the Sefer Torah, Miserios, Achas, Psula. It's an exact amount of words, of letters, Word for word, letter for letter, it was given. Torah Shebechsav. Torah Shebal Peh, second column. Avot Torah Shebal Peh, it's never ending. Hare ein la sofa kitzvah. U bechol dar vadar mischad shem chidush edinim ha'alachos. There's always new. Bechol zmach adem im mashmesh bohem. Yim sabatam chadash. Lo yodem ikodem. Every time we learn something, we could come up with something new. Every time you go into a svarim store, there's more svarim. There's more. It's infinite. It doesn't say Hashem Nasan Chachma in Mishlei. It says Hashem Yitain. Hashem keeps giving. Keeps giving. Keeps giving more and more. Hashem adds, as the Pasuk says in Eov. Right? It's infinite. Right? You can have, you can have decades and centuries of Parsha Shiurim, and they will never run out. Because Torah is infinite. And there's more Svarim, and more to say. And that's what, we know, that's what B'nai Yisrael said, Nasav Nishma'an. Nasav Nishma'an was said to this, Mamlechaz Kohen of the Goy Kadosh, Skulamikal Amim, Shemot Tishmu. The Nasav Koy Shekibbole and Lasos Kol Ha'amr Lehem Oz, Nishma, we hope to hear in the future. That is part one. What does the Pasuk mean? Shmartem, That's part one. We didn't get back to the Bechilta yet. Here we go. It's known, or we'll make it known right now. The Rambam Sheet and Hilchas Mechira, Tamachayev Atzmo, Bedavar Sheino Katsuv, Lochal Alav Hachiev Ashibur Klau. If somebody goes over, Ruben goes over to Shimon and says, I hereby owe you whatever you want. 
I owe you whatever you say. The Rambam says, I owe nothing. A person cannot obligate themselves to a davar she'eno katsuf, something that's not definite. Right? Can't obligate. It doesn't work. I hereby commit to do whatever you want. No, there's nothing there. If I commit to sweep your floor, I committed to something. If I commit to pay you a certain amount, it could be a hundred million. That's that's finite. But you can't commit to something that's infinite. That's something that's not, that's not defined. The Imkains asked the Beis Halevi, according to my chat that I just explained, that Bnei Yisrael at Harsinai committed to be what? To do whatever Hashem wants to Hashem al but that's infinite. How the commit wouldn't work. Right? The assumption is that the Bnei Yisrael at Harsinai had to have a halachic commitment that would be binding. So how is it, asked the Beis Halevi, that Nasev and Ishma worked if we didn't commit to something finite? The Imkain Yisrael Shekidlo Alatzvam. How did the chiyav chal? Right? Uviprat. Al Torah Shaval Pan turning over. She below sofa, as we just explained. So says the Beis Halevi, we have to understand what Maimon Harsina was about. And Nasev and Ishma. We didn't say, we hereby accept to do everything you say. That's not what we did. That's not what conceptually took place. At Harsinai. We'll do whatever you say. No, there was something else that happened at Harsinai. Because there's another Rambam. A person can't say to some their friend, I hereby say, I will do whatever you want. Or I owe you whatever you say. That doesn't work. But what I can do is I could accept to be your Eved. I could accept to create a relationship. A context. I am your Eved and you are my Adon. Once I create that context, step one, then step two, since I am your Eved, then I have to do everything that you tell me to do because you're the Adon. But it's two steps. And the first step is the creation of the relationship. And that's what happened at Harsinai. We didn't say Hashem will do everything you want. We said, we are Avde Hashem. We accept to be Avde Hashem. Right, remember the contrast seven weeks earlier, Avde Paro or Avadem Hayinu Leparo. We discussed that in the past. Avadem Hayinu Leparo, we became Avde Hashem. Once we were Avde Hashem, then we have to do everything, even if it's infinite, even if it's Darvishino Katsuf. Rakachilik Bazet Pashut, line seven. Tamachayev Atzmo, Hari Ikra Kabbalahu Achiev. If I try to obligate myself, it doesn't work. Aval Etzem Gufalo Hiknola Chavero. But I didn't give myself over to my friend. It's not set. But if somebody sells themselves to be an Eved, I'm not accepting to do anything right now. All I'm accepting is to be your Eved. The Kinyin is Chal. The relationship is created. And this is simple and straightforward. Says the Beis HaLevi, now we understand. When we remember Maimon HaSinai every day, we, say, we remember what happened. We said, Hashem, we are your Eved. Meaning, we accept to do everything you say. That's what an Eved is. They didn't accept it as a specific obligation. They were makna their guf. What was the language of the mechilta? Segula You'll be kanui. You'll be acquired to me. That line captures the whole idea. It was a kinyan. It wasn't Hischaivus. It was a Kenyan that led to a Hischaivus. But the first step was a Kenyan. And that's the difference he adds between 6.13 and 7. Seven categories, I would add. There's really more than seven. When it comes to B'nai Noach, there's no Kenyan. B'nai Noach have a list of obligations to do. They're finite. 
Avo Yisrael Hiknugufam. La Torah. And that's what's added of Yisrael Lisegula Mikol Hamim, De Bebechino Zuye Hevdo Beinechem. Uvein Bene Noach, Gam Badvarim Shkim, Gam Heim Chayavim Bahem. Even if you have the same mitzvos. It'll still be different because the Jews comes out of a Kenyan while the B'nai Noah comes out of the Chiyuv itself. So now we understand, according to the Beis HaLevi, what was Mayim Marasinai, what was Nasev and Ishma, and what we have to think about every day of our, of our lives. Okay, there are four words in Rashi that there has been tens, maybe hundreds of pshatim given to the four words in Rashi. We've discussed some of them in the past. I remind the Olam of two, and we'll have two more. And those are the words that Rashi says on Perak Yutes Pasig Vav. Perak Yutes Pasig Vav. Hashem says, Ela Hadvarim Asher Tadaber Bnei Yisrael. These words tell Bnei Yisrael. These words, Ela Hadvarim, says Rashi. Ela Hadvarim Pasig Vav. Lo Pachos Velo Yoser. Not less, not more. Just say this. And all the Mepharshim. What's Rashi adding? What's the Havamina? What Moshe was going to add on? Moshe was going to say less. What's Lopachas Yoser? So, two Pshatim that we have given a number of years ago. I gave them to you again in number five and six. These are review. Seven, eight, and nine are new. Uh, Hashem. But number five of Sternbach writes in Tavadas Lopachas Yoser. Right, Hashem, Moshe is going to change the words of Hashem? El Ahabir says, Rav Sternbach, what he quotes from the Bali Musr, the message that we have talked about from the Gemara in Chul and Adaf Kufhe, where Marukva declares, Anah I am like vinegar compared to my father who is like wine. Why? Says Marukva, one of the greats of the Gemara, Dilo Bisra, it should be Bisra. Not, no lamed. Bistro ha'idna. When he would used to eat <coughs> meat today. He would wait 24 hours between milchiks and flashiks. Flashiks and milchiks. The iluana, he's like wine. I'm only like vinegar. I wait till the next suda. And all of you showed him figure out what does it mean to the next suda. Six. Into the six. One. All the different shatim. And this is the only line in shas that talks about this issue, and that's why there's so many different opinions about it, because this is all it says. But ask the Velt, asks the Gdoli Musser, Hamusser, if Marukva thought it was better and best to wait, he said, my father's like wine, so why didn't he wait? If he thought it was a great thing to wait 24 hours, why didn't he wait 24 hours? When he wanted the cheesecake so badly. This is Marukva. Remember that Subis, he jumped into an oven with his wife because he didn't want the Ani to, to see who's giving the money. This is Marukva. Explain the Gdoli HaMusser, explain to Sternbach, because Marukva knew that Avodah Hashem is a step-by-step process. And we have to take upon ourselves behaviors that fit who we are. If it doesn't fit, then it's like, imagine somebody wearing a shirt that's ten sizes too big on them. It's a joke. If we're speaking Lashon Hara all day, we shouldn't be getting up and doing Tikkun Chatzos for the base of Megdash. That's not what we're up to. Right, we have to go step by step. We have to push for the stars and do as much as we can. But everything has to fit. Says of Sternbach, Moshe, tell B'nai Yisrael these words, Lo pachos falo yoser. They shouldn't do less than they need to do, but they shouldn't do more either than they need to do. They have to go exactly what they're up to in Avodah Hashem. Shol yeshanu tafkidam, upshute am al yersu al Hashem l'nogatzman kibidus chasidus yisera. Right, if somebody's having trouble in a basic area, they shouldn't be doing chumrah, gabi chumrah, jumping the gun, and not going in a healthy growth of Avodah Hashem. And that's what he says, V'zeh klal v'ikr gadol, she'in likfos k'fi madrega, she'in o'shayich la'od klal. Right, you shouldn't skip, skip madregas. Number one. Number two, we have the Tosefes Bracha, Rav Baruch Levi Epstein, the author of the Torah Tamima, also, in source number six, a different answer. He says, based on uh, the Gemara in Yimisechaz Yavamis that we know when a ger comes to convert, we tell them certain basic mitzvos, certain mitzvos chamuros, mitzvos kalos, but we try to kind of convince them, you know, maybe it's not the best idea. Maybe it's not the best idea to convert, right? We're the only religion that does not try to go and missionize. The only one. And we're the one that lasts the longest. 
Pretty amazing. We're still around, right? With all of the um, difficulties and saris. But that's not lacha. Right? We should we try to um, have um, a situation where only people who are committed come to the religion. Line 11. Right, what's the source of Geiris? The Rambam and Hilchaz Yisurei Bia. So many laws of Geiris are owned out from Maimon Sinai. We were converting at that moment. So what should have Moshe done? Moshe should have checked their commitment. Moshe should have checked. Give him some mitzvahs chamuros. Right, Hashem says, no. Don't, don't be Mosef. Right, this is not one of those moments that we're trying to, you know, maybe, maybe it's better if they don't. If they're not convinced. No. The Tamadav Hashem Eshuna in Yezem in Kabbalah Satorah. Because he says, Gerim, there's a difference. Why? Usually we want to keep people who are not fully committed away. Because it'll hurt Torah Judaism. But here, we are creating Torah Judaism. This is a different type of Gerus. Right? We're going to get a couple of Amarka anyway. Don't, don't give him every one of the mitzvahs chamuros. And therefore the Michilta says, Lo pachos lo yoser. He says, Lo pachos is just thrown in there to parallel. People say exactly this, no more, no less. Even though one of the sides is really the emphasis. Okay, that's the Tosefus Bracha. But now let's see two other ideas for this year. First from the Maharal, the Gur Aryeh. The Maharal in Surah 7, Lo pachos lo yoser. V'yim tomar. Right? How is it possible? That was the Havamina. Right? And the footnote where Hartman talks about why does he quote a Pasuk in Mishle and not the Pasuk in the, the, the Torah, Baltosif, Baltigra? Why do you quote Baltosif Aldvarov? We're not adding, adding a mitzvah here. The Yesh Lomar says the Gur Aryeh. The Sakadaitach. Yes, Moshe was a Kfad Peh. We know that. Whatever that means. But Moshe also, sometimes even if people have a speech impediment of somewhat, if the content that they have is so powerful and they have oratorical abilities that they could use their power of convincing. Moshe might have wanted to embellish a little bit. Maybe Moshe could have added. Moshe could have helped out. Shem says nothing. Lopachos v'lo yoser. Even if you say, you know what, this is what Hashem said, let me just add my two cents. No. That might work for Baltosef and Baltigra, like the Rambam writes. The Rabbanan are not violating Baltosef by saying chicken and milk are usur, because they say the Torah says beef and we're adding on chicken. So here, even if Moshe would have said that, says the Maharala wouldn't work. Gamze usur. V'tayma demilsa shalom we want afterwards for the B'nai Yisrael to say, we accept it because this is what Hashem said. It's got to be direct. It's got to be direct. What about Lo Pachos? So in the footnote, he talks about maybe the Pachos is Kalamos of Gorea because if you would add on, it would hurt the commitment in the long run. And that's why I need them to hear my words so it could be the true commitment without any human input and intervention. One idea. But then there's another idea, but first we have to ask another question. Let's go back for a moment to the Psukim. Let's go back for a moment to the Psukim. In the Pasik, back to Pasik, the previous Pasik. Ask the Ksav Sofer. Why are these in different phrases? You want to say they're, they're, they're uh, concepts that are somewhat different, but you can still, the Torah could have said, Put them all in one phrase. What do we have to have them separated? Different psukim. Or the psukim come from Moshe Rabbeinu. The prakim don't, but the psukim do. Asks the Ksav Sofer, source number nine, Havi What's wrong with that? I'm sorry, stop, don't read that for a moment. That's part of the answer. And then he asks in the first three lines the same question that we asked before. What's the Havamina of Rashi, Lopachos, Velo Yoser? 
So he's going to give a pshat. A number of the pshatim that we've had have been kind of a little dachuk with the other side. It explains maybe lo yoser, but not too much, right? Not pachos. Rav Sernbachs did. But this is also going to explain it. Says the Ksav Sofer. Tehine line four. Hiftiach lanu Hashem aidei Moshe Rabbeinu me'oz she'omarnu she'ritzoneinu l'kabel ha-Torah. She'niyalo segula muvchar she'bechol ha'amim. Moshe, Hashem through Moshe, promised us that once we committed, we are His forever. Period. V'hainu gamim lo nekayim ha-Torah v'lo nishmar oso kara'oi even if we mess up like we have done often, that moment, and it's connected to Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov as well, Hashem will never forget that no matter what we do, He will never divorce us, destroy us totally. Right, Rosalvechik points out that's why on the afternoon of the 10th of Av, or even before, the afternoon of the 9th of Av, what happens in the afternoon of the 9th of Av? All of a sudden, what happened in history? That's when the fires were starting to get even stronger. Right, the 10th was even more. But the afternoon, that's when they would set fire. And what happens? What are Armin Hagim? All of a sudden, it gets a little lighter and less intense. We sit on chairs. Right? We say, um, you know, I put on our tefillin. Right? So, Tiskabel. So, what happened? Exactly when the point of, of no return is hit, when the, the base of it is burning, we lessen our Avelis? Says of Salvation, because yeah, it's ironic. Because up until the moment of the base of it being burned, it was still up in the air. Who was going to be destroyed? The wood and the stones didn't do anything wrong. It was us. But was Hashem going to destroy us or was He just going to destroy His house? Take it as a mashkon. So right when the base of physical building started being destroyed, we breathe a sigh of relief. Hashem is always going to be with us. Says the Ksav Sofer. So from that moment on, Hashem promised, segula. That's what segula, a treasure, neged sharha'amim. But there is a different relationship. We're always connected, but there's a different quality. But if we would be Mekayim the Torah and do the Ritzonal Shomakam, Kidachsev Kiyam Kadosh Adol Hashem Lokecha, Vonudvukim Bashem Ufasaraso, Oz Onuba Madrega Meula El Yona, Shnikralinu Shem Hanivchar, Mamlachas Kohen of Agai Kadosh. We are always a Segula, period. If we do what we're supposed to do, we'll also be a Mamlachas Kohen of Agai Kadosh. Avalalze Ein Biyad Hashem Lafiachosanu. But that second part, there's no promise for that. That's up to us. Now read the Psukim. Unbelievable. What did the Pazak say? Right? If you guard my bris, but the bris was that we committed. Right? As we just explained. We committed. Once we committed, you're the skula. Period. Forever. Next pasik. You should also be that's if you deserve it. Separate phrases. Separate phrases. Those are the two things. And that's a madrega el yona that we are, don't always have. But says, says the Ksav Sofer, Moshe Rabbeinu, tell him these words, lo pachos, velo yoser. These are the two poles. They'll never be less than this, and they'll never be more than this. The lowest that they're going to get is decently segula, lo pachos, lo yoser. The highest level they can reach is mamlechas kohen and kadosh. These are the two extremes that they will be in between. Ultimately, if we're perfect, we'll reach the highest level of mamlechas kohen and kadosh. If we're most imperfect, then we'll only be a skula, and we'll be along this line. And that's Eladvarm Lapakas Lo Yosef Shiva Shem Lamosha Shiolam Shne Dvarm Elu, Shaloyula Olam Pachusim Meam Segula, and there'll never be more than Am Kadosh and ends off the Ksav Sofer Vahu Nachon. And this is something that I really, I really believe in. Okay, moving right along. Moving right along. And again, another Rashi that I don't think we've spoken about, but it's a Rashi that we usually breeze through. But it's a good question. So what happens? Moshe's going up and down the mountain, up and down the mountain. And he cordons off the mountain. Pasuk Yudalad. Vayered Moshe min Ha'har el Ha'am. 
Moshe goes down from the mountain to the nation. And he sanctifies them. So the Pasuk says he goes from the mountain to the nation. Pasuk Yudalid. Rashi says, This teaches me that Moshe didn't do his own business. He went straight from the heart to the Am. Let's think of that for a moment. What private business did Moshe have that the godless of Moshe is that, oh, he went straight. He didn't call his investment banker. He didn't, he didn't take care, he didn't do the errands. What, what was Moshe doing? Moshe comes down from the mountain and goes straight to the people. I mean, this is Mamad Arsini. Like, he didn't take care of his other needs, his other business. What other business did Moshe have? It's an amazing question. He went straight. What else should he have done? Take a rest? Read a book? He wasn't Pona, Lakala Sakov. So if you look in the Likute Yehoshua, the Rabbi Shua Scheinfeld, remember from uh, Lublin, so he quotes from one of the Rebbes. Quotes from one of the Rebbes, he quotes it in the context of a story. Context of a story. The story was that one of the Rebbes was invited to stay at somebody else's house for Yantav, and he says, no, I have to go back. I have to go back to my Hasidim. So in that context, he told this Vart. He says, right, what, what business did Moshe Rabbeinu have? Moshe didn't have any ASEC. So what's the answer? The Kavanah was, when Moshe Rabbeinu was asuk, when Moshe Rabbeinu was focused on bringing the Jewish people up to the Torah, Imagine how Moshe Rabbeinu could have served Hashem if he could just sit and have his bodedos and connect to the divine. But he did it. He spent his whole life, even these moments right now, going up and down and up and down. He's not focusing on his own spirituality. He's focusing on the Am spirituality. What does it mean? What's the Lashon of Rashi? He didn't turn to his own business, his own spiritual business. He didn't focus on himself. Ela minar, ela am. It's all tzarchei And that's what this Rebbe said, I'm sorry, it's not about me, it's about my chasidim. It's about my, my uh, talmidim, about my balabatim, and I have to go to them. And that's the ultimate, Moshe Rabbeinu was the ultimate rab- rabbi, Rabbeinu, who was pone, right, not worrying about his, obviously, one has to have some time, but at this moment, right, pone, mikol asakov, and he focused on he focused on others. Oh. Good. Moving right along. Yutas Yudzayan, we know the Gemara tells us, Rashi quotes it, that Kodesh Baruch Hu held the mountain over our heads. What do you mean? Under, he held the mountain over our heads like a like a barrel. Okay. There is a story that's quoted in Divrei Harav. Rav Shechter quotes it. A story... That when the Panovich Rebbe, Panovich Rav was, was ill, he was ill and he was in a hospital right near Washington Heights. He was in America for, uh, for treatment and he was ill and one time somebody took Rev Salvechik to visit him and they walked there and, uh, the following conversation took place. Line 10. He quoted the Pasik, I quoted a vart from the Chafetz Chaim on the Pasik that we say in Uvalitzion. Right, the, the Torah will never leave the future generations. Says the Chavetz Chaim. Rav Kahneman quotes. Right, what do you mean? My covenant with them. The covenant that we're talking about here. Shouldn't it be with them, not them? Osam? Right? It's a Pasuk in Navi. What's the message of the bris, them, not with them? Ask the Chavetz Chaim. What does that have to do with the second part of the Pasuk? That this will last forever and ever in your family. Ubir as we just read. Hashem forced the Torah upon us. And what does that mean for generations? 
If somebody tries to wait, run away from Torah, it's going to come back. Hashem forced it upon us and He tells us it's going to come back. You might not see it. But if somebody tries to run away and is distant and is anti, just wait a generation or two or three. And we'll see what happens. We can't run away from this bris, from this covenant of Parshas Yisro that was put upon us. And then he, Rav Kahneman, continued and says, he knows many people that are very far and very anti, anti-dati. And he knows that many of their children, grandchildren, came back. Came back. And we know that just historically. Many times the grandchildren are sitting and learning. And also if Salvation said, he knows many Kama Mishpachos by America. And now the children are learning. We have a promise from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It might not be in one generation, it might not be in two. But Torah and a Jew will be connected forever. And that's Vani Brisi Osam. The Bris is them. Not just with them, it's them, the bris is them, the connection to them. Okay. One final point for the evening. Again, it's a, uh, a fascinating ha'ara that we're about to have. The Rambam has a halacha in Hilcha Shabbos. In the context where the Rambam talks about that the halacha of pikuach nevish is docha Shabbos. Somebody's life's in danger. You set aside all Shabbos laws. Top of the top of the left. Source 12. The Rambam quotes a pasuk in Yechezkel and Perak Chaf. We discussed this in the Navi Shir and those who listen in Sefer Yechezkel. The Rambam says on the top left of the same page, You can't delay. You have to make sure. Make sure you violate Shabbos to save the life. The laws of the Torah are precious and compassion and peace. They're not there to be brazen and vengeful. Those heretics that say, how could you violate Shabbos? Even for a life, that's what Yechezkel was referring to when he says, I gave them chukim lotovim. Question about the Pashup Shat. What the Pasuk is, but the Raman quotes it here. I gave them laws that were not good. That's what Apikarsim say. Right? Heretics. But everything that we believe is that everything is, is shalom and everything is rachmanis and everything is rachamim vishalom. Right? The Meshachachma points out, we mentioned this in the past, Pashup Noach, there's no mitzvah that's inherently painful. There's no mitzvah that's inherently painful. Prismila is an exception to the rule, maybe, but that's becoming a Jew. But besides that, that's why women are in Chayv and Peruvu. Okay. Says Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky in his commentary on Yechezkel, in the Sefer on Navi. He quotes this Rambam. And he says, what's, what's the Rambam driving at? With quoting this passage in Yechezkel, and the emphasis, the Rambam is passionate here, and emotional. There are those apikarsim throughout history, says Rabbi Yaakov, that say, you have to give your life for Shabbos too. What do you mean? This is serving God. Serving God. That was a human, the rabbis came up with that one. The rabbis reformed that one. And really, God wants you to give your life. Says the Rambam, chas v'shalom. That's what the Rambam is emphasizing. This was not a new reform that was come up based on human sources. He says, that's not. He writes in the footnote, we don't have time to read it all, in the footnote on the next page I gave you. He says, certain reform rabbis in the 1800s used this. Yeah, what do you mean? The Chaibayim is a reform, so we're just going to add on to that. We're going to reform a little more. See on line 12, line 13. Right? Certain certain um, believers think that you're not allowed to be Mechal Shabbos, even should be Koch Nefesh. Right? Again, other religions have similar ideas. Right? Other religions believe you cannot kill the baby, can't do an abortion, even to save the life of the mother. Right? This is this is it. This is it. doesn't matter if somebody's life's in danger. This is service of God. We don't believe in that. 
besides the big three, for various reasons. El Shamakabim, Asu Reforma Bahalacha, Umizel Lamdu, Shevshalas says Reforma Bahalacha, Vema Atzmam, Vichulu Chilo Shabbos, because they said this was humanly made, Vichulu Vichulu. That itself is fascinating. But Rabbi Yaakov continues and says, and what's the Rambam adding? What's the Rambam adding by saying number one? It wasn't a human creation, but it was something from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Ram is adding that it, again, and we know this, we know this from, from Halacha, but he's saying this is what the Ram is emphasizing. It's not just a heter. Sometimes when you have a heter, it's L'Charchila better not to rely on the heter. There's a L'Charchila, Midas Chasidus, to be Machmir. The Ram is emphasizing this is not a heter, this is a chiv. This is a chiv. It's not a midas chasidus. Ukemochein line eight. Haya ova al daitenu. Da apir shal vachai bahem. Hu rak shir shadamena mechuyavlim sarnafsho. Vimkein mehechetesalanoshi isrlaslamea. Right? It's a heter. Do I have to rush? Do I have to, says the Ramam, you gotta rush. De einze ela heter. Elukhala einze elede elahacha gemura. Vachai ben velosha yamas farize isrim yamas ide mitzvah zatora. Shalomana mipasik zed. The mishpadea torah are rachamim. And Chesed. We have to recognize that the whole package of Torah that we have from this week's Parsha is as the Rambam describes it. It's Rachamim. It's Shalom. It's Chesed. That is what Torah is. It's a way of life and he wants us to live. The Chaybohem. The three are exceptions to the rule. But run of the mill, most, almost every halacha. Human life is sacred. Human life, every second of human life. Right? Every second of human life we emphasize. Five minutes of human life. Right? That could be considered murder on some level. So we have to remember that Torah is Shalom, Torah is Rachamim, Torah is Chesed. We should be Zochet to fulfill all of it and see that Rachamim, Shalom, and Chesed. Uh, again, schedule in the next couple of weeks. Not sure exactly when the year will be put up. I will try, but unclear I'll be traveling in and out. So I'm just uh, I'm just not sure and I'm not going to be able to uh, to commit. But Be'ez Hashem. We will see, and of course, the archives are always uh, are always available. Ten years worth of Shiurim online as well.